Um, we got a lot to talk about. We're gonna we're gonna do some stuff. Lots of Taco Bell in the in the system. Ooh, don't tease me. Oh, we need to stop getting those text messages from Taco Bell. Yeah, what the hell's that about? Grubhub just just torturing you, torturing you, saying, "Hey, hey, man, hey, you want some Taco Bell? How about box. today? I want to get in my box when I open. I want to open Pandora. How about today? How about today? Oh, you had some yesterday, but how about today? How about today? Well, uh, you ready? Yeah. Naked Steven production. No cow. Stevie Nicks. Oh, together with Stevie Nicks. Wow. If only I had that. Yeah. I need to play Tusk. Where's where's my fucking (laughs) Tusk? (laughs) We'll play that as the outro. Christmas, just like the ones I used to know, where my irises glisten and my pupils glisten, and the blackouts make me end up in the snow. I'm dreaming of a white claw Christmas. None of the calories we used to have. May your days be blurry and light. And may all your Christmases be white claws. I was going to say tight. Uh, oh, yeah, tight. Oh, to, yeah, tight. That's what the signal you were doing to me. Yeah. Fuck, I, was I gonna, always get the tight signal. Now I'm going to have to beat you with a <laughs> bag of Valencia oranges. Oh, Bing Crosby. You're at it again. Was he a good guy? Have we determined if Bing uh, was... Allegedly, he beat his uh, his kids. Ah, oh, yeah. dang. So it's not, he's well, not that, that was, great. That was the that was the 20s, right? Don't make it right, Nick. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, speaking of domestic violence, this is Real Rotten. Uh, the podcast where we talk about movies under 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm Stephen Ramirez, one of your hosts. That's Nick Lyons, the other host. Hi, Nick. Hey, I'm over here. Uh, Kyle ha- is joining us from across the pond. Uh, across the astral plane. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, taken up he's taken up transcendental me- meditation. And, and uh, you know, we congratulate him because uh, uh, for some reason, uh, he's twice as stressed than he ever was before. Yeah. Hey there. Hey oh, there, hey hear there. That? Hear that from the astral brain? It's Kyle. <laughs> yeah, that's Kyle. Speaking on this. Wow, Kyle, he can only say hey there, though. So that's a dugong. Those are the, literally the only two things he can say. That's, that's pretty uh, much it, it. It, it. It's We're not actually that worried. Cause, oh, there he is. Hark the herald dugong sing. Well, yeah. you, we, as you can tell, we'll we're, we're in the merry mood because it is officially end of November. We are fully into uh, defumber. No, it's just December oh, because just December. it's 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 great enough uh, to be to be named by its original name. Nick Vember's been canceled. Uh, yeah, we uh, <laughs> wow. We buried it at sea. We hate to tell you guys this, but everybody hates me. I was yeah. I must have been canceled while while I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it was because it was, we only got together and did one uh, one gosh dang pot, and uh, I'm a little upset about it. I have some grievances to air, so I'm pulling them out of my pocket right now. Reaching in my pockets. These are all my grievances. I'm counting them one after another. Link by link. <laughs> and uh, 
You I know, just, what? I just have to say, I'm a little disappointed in Look, this. We were trying to redeem ourselves with with Deedsy, uh, uh for the beginning of December, but yes. but apparently that's not good enough uh, for for our uh, for our fearless leader. We'll still do deeds, uh, uh, just because I'm making it happen. Otherwise, we we would have skipped right past it. This is ahead. This is ahead of deeds. So, yeah, we're, so we're talking about it in the past. Yeah, we're doing. We're it's in the past. Yeah. So that was a great this. episode. That yeah. was a great episode. Yeah. Cut all this, Kyle. No, I'm addressing November. <laughs> this is how. This is how we're not. We, I, I'm getting a pity podcast after we do our first Christmas episode. That's what's happening. No, I thought this was going to be the one. In no, the... this is episode seventy. Everybody's going to hear this after deeds already came out. Thought but they was need 69, to. Yeah. They need to know the truth. They oh. need to know the truth that we put Nick Vember's favorite movie after Christmas with the Cranks, which uh, is what we're doing today. Nick, once again, living in the past, so uh, <laughs> listeners, by no means should you take him seriously. But the good news is that I love Christmas, as yeah, we all know on the podcast. Course. And uh, so that's yeah. our grand compromise here uh, yep. here at uh, Real Rotten. What did we call it? Uh, Chris Stravaganza last year. Uh, Something like that. The Christmas Extravaganza. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And... Uh, we got a lot of Christmas movies lined up, I think. We got a lot of grievances with you people. Uh, Disney Plus is out, so now we are, have at our fingertips. Chock full of uh, a few a few gems. Which is why we went straight to Netflix and watched Christmas with the Cranks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the Tim Allen vehicle and Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, but before we get into that, we got we got a little bit of movie news that we're just gonna we're just gonna glance upon. Johnny Depp is producing a musical about Michael Jackson's glove. Is that what it is? Or yeah. no, it's a Michael Jackson musical from the perspective of his glove. His signature sequine glove. So that's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a nice pipe dream, just like Kill Bill Volume 3. There, I said it. Baby Yoda should be in a movie. That's the other news. So then we could talk about Baby Yoda at its full length. Uh, we've been watching The Mandalorian. We suggest you watch The Mandalorian. And... Uh, really, the only issue with it is that it's not a full-length movie every single Friday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It needs to be at least an hour and a half every Friday. And the last bit of news, we have some some bad news for our... Uh, wait, wait a minute. You get to talk about your grievance uh, as long as you want. We don't get to talk about Baby Yoda, which should, uh, should have his own movie. He should have his own we movie. We already talked about it. Well, well, what's the spinoff Baby Yoda movie? Spinoff Baby Yoda is post-Mandalorian. He gets taught all the Mandalorian tricks of the trade, and he becomes a Mandalorian, so he's a super tiny uh, Boba Fett. I'm thinking super uh, baby... I'm with thinking, force powers. Yeah, I like that. I like that. But I also like baby geniuses, but with Baby Yoda. We just got to do Baby Geniuses. Baby Yoda Geniuses. We got to do Baby Geniuses, the podcast with a real guest. So if we can get this out of your head, that Baby Geniuses is not worth worth its salt. It's not. I rewatched it. No, no. I'm thinking. I'm really. I'm. I think it could be a good. I think it could be a good movie. As much as you want to try, we are not a Baby Genius podcast. There's a lot of things like about Baby Geniuses, but we are a Cats podcast, and Cats is not looking Groot. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I called, uh, it, I called it from a, while, a mile yeah, back. It's, it's opening on the same day as Star Wars for it's a real bad move. some reason. Questionable and, uh, reasons. And uh, they thought they'd be counter-programming, but really they're just um, uncounted it's, programming. I mean, it's the same move uh, when, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, uh, Les Miserables, Less Miserables came yes, out. Less Miserables, which uh, my, collided fam- with, my family saw in theaters. Yeah, it collided with, a, with another uh, Christmas release that year. I forget what it was, but it's not relevant at this moment. Yeah, that movie it's probably obviously Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It was, uh, I know it was a movie that my mom wasn't okay with seeing, which is why we saw Les Miserables. Yeah. One more day. That's the only thing I know. Are you speaking and, French? And uh, red, the color of angry men. Those are the only two words I know to both songs in Les Miserables. But I have a... Uh, I have faith in this musical. I know that we're at least going to dress up as cats and go to the premiere. So if you're with us, get on board. We're all going to dress as cats and we're all going to go rent out a movie theater 
And we're going to make sure some people put the butts in the seats for this movie, okay? Because we need Cat's content. And the only way that's going to happen is if we all join together and make it happen. Am I right? <laughs> I don't think so, but... Okay, fine. Also, oh. it's, the end of the, it's the end of the decade. 2019 is coming to a close. Uh, I think every podcast from here now will just say one movie that we appreciated this decade. Uh, what do you got? Put me on the spot there, uh, yeah. buddy boy. Uh, you know, it's uh, maybe we'll we'll save it for real. No, no, I have it. I have it. Real it's recommendations. We'll save that for the end. No, no, let's just do it. Are you okay, you're fine, teasing fine. me yeah, right yeah, now? It's right. it's my muse. It's uh, um, it's it's one of my muses. It's one that introduced me to a whole uh whole excellent genre that is the documentary film, and it's uh, it's my guy. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. It's my guy, the Winnebago Man. Winnebago yeah. Man. Winnebago Man. Fantastic documentary. It, 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 Movie uh, of the decade. Was, did it even come out this decade? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2010. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can't believe Winnebago Man made the cut. Suck it. <laughs> that okay. opened you up to the genre of garbage Do- documentary of movies. Amazing documentary film. Sure. God Damn son of a bitch! <laughs> I mean, Winnebago Man is a classic. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the classic film, Baby Driver. Wow. Why baby. not? Baby. 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 Wow. Uh, just because, you know, I didn't know that you could put music in movies. Am I right? Now's the time when you say thank you. Yeah. White right. Chicks will not be on our appreciated list, but it also came out too soon. Yeah, that came out 20 years ago. But we're here to talk about a real movie, a real Christmas movie. A real Christmas movie, for uh, sure. It's definitely a Christmas movie. It's strictly Christmas. That's it's, literally the only thing anybody talks about this entire movie. If you could think of 10 uh, Christmas movies, this would be one of them. Yes, probably. Maybe. Hopefully not. It is. It is. Uh, it is, because it's so pop- popular. Is it? It's pretty popular. I don't know if this is on anybody's top 10 Christmas movies. Uh, let's bring it back with the trailer. You ready? Yep. All right, let's do it. Their daughter left town. The Cranks made a bold decision. We skip Christmas. Skip Christmas? Isn't that against the law? There's just one little problem. Frosty, you better be here. They want Frosty. No. The kids are pretty upset. Now, they're teaching him. Free, Frosty, free. You can't. Try to relax, will you, loser? Skip Christmas. We got him. Christmas with the Cranks. November 26th. Uh, Tim Allen, classic yeah, Tim trope. Tim Allen doing his, cl- his cat thing. Classic catty, kitty uh, cat trope. Does he go into, people sign Tim Allen to movies and they say, well, we got we got four things in the back. We got cat thing. We got the thing where he uh, he like double takes and then uh, just does his like shoulder thing. Weird look. Yeah, his weird, weird look, look face. He got uh, falling off a roof. Falling off a roof. He's very good at falling off roofs. Funny home improvement humor. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Always trying to, he's like... Low key slapstick. It's a different type of slapstick. It's not a. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even categorize. I'd cause it categorize it as hammer stick or something. Ruler stick. Hey, yardstick. Yardstick humor. Jamie Lee is really the one that pulls out the slapstick in this movie. She she is tumbling all over the place. Yeah, she is like a crazy old lady. Well, she ain't she ain't that old. Oh, oh, oh we know we know what we're talking about. We're gonna get to it later. Uh, Kyle, do you have anything to say? Oh yeah, guys. I mean, we should talk about the flurbs. I guess this sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, tomato rating. It got 5%. 37% audience. Score, That's though. pretty bad. There's yeah, no way this is in somebody's top 10. I mean, it's a, it's 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 in the third percentile, so so you got to give it a little, little bit of a little bit of credit. I'm not saying it's in a top 10. I'm just saying it's it's the top 10 Christmas movies you think of, not necessarily 10 best Christmas movies. You know what I mean? 
one of those titles that's memorable, Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah, Christmas with the Cranks. It is. It is. Uh, it it does come to mind. I guess more than like surviving Christmas. Yes, like or, deck the halls. Uh, deck the halls and Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone. And uh, ho ho ha 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 ha. ho. I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be the home Grinch. for Christmas, which we might do. But first, uh, what's blurbs. the? Yeah, give us the consensus there, Nick. Ron Tomato said a mirthless movie as fresh as last year's fruitcake. Christmas with the Cranks is a coarse, garish comedy that promotes conformity. I don't know if it's coarse. I don't. I don't. Wouldn't describe this comedy as a coarse comedy. I think if it's anything, a, it's too like soft. Yeah, it's soft like cheese. Yeah, it 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 just like plops down on the ground. Mm, it's like a nice, uh, nice mozzarella. Uh, mozzarella. It's like uh, on your spaghetti for your spaghetti. A mozzarella for your spaghetti. Yeah, sure, Nick. Uh, promotes conformity. I agree with that though. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I got a blurb. Uh, from my new guy, Robert Dennerstein of the Denver Rocky Mountain News. Talk. Oh, Denner in Denver. Yeah, Denner in Denver. Uh, Grisham usually writes legal thrillers. That's right. This is a Grisham adaptation. We'll get into that. But the only suspense to be found here consists of wondering whether any laughs will arrive. I'm still waiting. That's, oh. Ooh, that's a burn. And it's been like 15 years. Yeah. 15-year anniversary of this movie. Who would have thought? Love it. It feels like it just came out four years ago. It seems Maybe like ten. perpetually like five years ago movie, a movie that's always feels like it was recently made, but always bad. For sure, a, a pre Great Recession movie. Yeah, but once yeah, once you see it, that's when you realize how old this movie is. Yeah. They don't have anything in this movie. There's no technology present. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it, it's basically uh, you know in Home Alone how he he fought off the robbers with like actual things, mm-hmm. but. Had he been a kid nowadays, he would have just called the cops. He would have called the cops. He would have ring. The same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. There would have been a lot of a lot of safety features in that million dollar house. Mine, uh, my blurb was from John Monaghan. John uh, Monaghan, unaffiliated. Yeah, yeah. Just because I forgot to write it down, he said instead of a funny and relevant little bromide about capitalism, conformity, and forced holiday cheer, the movie is about as fresh as week old mug of eggnog. Wow, week old. I wonder what that would taste like. We need to get uh, uh, KJX in here and try We that. have a four-year-old beer in the fridge that oh. I think I might drink this winter. I think it might be the time. I think that, that isn't that the challenge that we have Maybe to do? Maybe that'll be uh, the challenge. For, yeah. uh, we're still waiting on the final consensus of Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uh, holler, holler back to our Eight Crazy Nights uh, podcast, Adam Sandler, our first holiday classic to review. First holiday classic. Okay, Check we'll that do out. that for the anniversary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, John Monaghan, though. That was an, I like that description, that day old uh, It really, old it, it could have been... Ignug. The capitalism conformity forced holiday cheer is the only thing you think about in this movie. Uh, forced holiday cheer, maybe. Forced holiday—that's the whole movie—is forcing somebody to have holiday cheer. They literally will not let one house not be decorated on the block. Yeah, I, 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 we'll get to these people just being completely yeah. ridiculous. But first, we have our favorite game, our guy. Rest in peace, Aug Ebert with Ebert, who gave this movie one star. Nick, take it away. Christmas with the Cranks doesn't have anything, or I'll do it in my Roger Ebert voice. Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks doesn't have anything wrong with it. Christmas with the Cranks doesn't have anything wrong with it that couldn't be fixed by adding Ebenezer Scrooge and Bad Santa to the cast. It's a holiday movie of stunning awfulness that gets even worse when it turns gooey at the end. What is it finally so happy about? Why that the Cranks neighbors succeeded in for- enforcing their lockstep conformity upon them. They form a herd mentality without the mentality. This movie is not funny ever in any way, beginning to end. A colossal miscalculation. Wow, I can't believe it was so poorly received yeah. back, back in the day. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, they're trying to promote this message. But I, I think nowadays, I, I wouldn't see it as a message. I would see it as, oh, this is satire. I think it aged well enough, you know, because people 
thought that they were promoting a good message like, hey, you got to be with your neighbors. And I think, oh, it's just purely satire now. Like, I mean, not because, mind. not because nobody likes Christmas and decorating. I mean, they do. People do. People do. Some people do. Yeah. Not but, all people do. Yeah. It's not like, it's not forced down it's our not throats like back, anymore. Yeah. Back in the day when you were kids and we used to go uh, look at all the houses. Yeah. We'd spend, well, yeah. Look at all the houses, spend six hours to find a Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, and then your dad would get angry and start drinking. And, and then, yeah. Uh, and then your sister's in the backseat, like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. And then, exactly. you're like, and then you're like, Worst Christmas ever. Yeah. Worst Christmas ever. Maybe you should eat that two slices of pie that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good times. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. That's just the best part is what he says. Where's Dan Marino? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, not, let's get factual here. Um, it's factual session uh, since the fact corner and the fact shack aren't present today. We can do a, a quick three sentence recap probably. It's I actually mean, very easy. Two half brains are better than one no brain, right? Yeah. 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 Well, we'll just go. We'll just go sentence back and forth. Uh, commercial. But uh, first. The two minute recap. A two minute recap. Um. I think you saw this movie more than I did, which is more than once. I saw this in theaters. Saw this in theaters, possibly of course you did. with my family. Of course I you know did. my mom appreciated a couple parts. I uh, shout out, shout out, Deb. Just give us a former g- guest on the uh, podcast, future guest uh, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, future. Okay, so uh, it starts out the with once a, and future guest with the child of Jamie Lee Curtis and Tim Allen going Coitus. to uh, Coitus. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you want to do with their Jamie Lee Coitus. You know what I mean? Can't wait. <laughs> and. Uh, they starts out with their daughter Blair going to the Peace Corps or Greenpeace or one of those Peace places. Corps. Peace Corps. You got it. And uh, she's not going to be home for Christmas, so they they lost their holiday cheer. And Tim Allen's like, "Let's go on a cruise." And then they're like, "But we have to save all the money we would spend on Christmas for the cruise," which they do. But by doing that, they boycott Christmas, and their neighbors get very upset about it. Extremely ups- upset to the point of distress. Where if you lived in this neighborhood, you would possibly be concerned for your life. But then. Blair decides to come home, in which case they have to pull the neighborhood together. 36 hours before Christmas. Yes, yeah. 36 hours before Christmas, Blair finally lets them know that she's coming home with her boyfriend, Enrique, Enrique from so, Peru. From an unnamed country. He's from Peru. Oh, He's okay. a doctor. Unnamed country. So Jamie, Jamie Lee decides that uh, they have to pull everything together, and then they have Christmas. That's pretty much it. Hooray. They, yep, they, that was it. And they, then, they caved. Uh, yeah, and then Tim Allen learns his lesson and gives his cruise to the cancer lady across the street. Great we job. just saved you what it what seems like it was a, a lot longer. Two hour and twenty was minute it movie. T- it was <laughs> it was actually an hour and thirty six. Was it really? Uh the total runtime we have here, uh, and like uh ninety eight minutes, an hour and thirty eight minutes. And like right. the climax part happens with twenty minutes left in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even a climax. There's yeah. a climax to the climax. Like when she gets home, you would think that that would be like the big moment, but it was really a bunch of little moments throughout the whole last 30 minutes of it. Yeah, it was like slow realizations that they can't win uh uh the the spirit of christmas will just succumb to them. It's like a it's like a bad zombie movie where everyone just dies. It's like a roller coaster where you you chug your way all the way to the top and then it's actually that roller coaster that just goes in like little squiggles all the way down that you do it like the boardwalk or or it drops 20 feet yeah, and then you, you go up little, again another yeah, 100 feet yeah, yeah a little tiny drop and then you just go and it's like quick turns quick turns and then you go down and up a little bit and then but you never have a satisfying real drop or climax sexually of course fear we're talking fear <laughs> thanks kyle for moving us along time for the facts um Came out 11 24, 2004. So, uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving 2004. Which we just celebrated. Happy Thanksgiving uh, for everybody out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about a week ago. Uh, Merry Christmas to yeah. all of you. Happy holidays. If you are a, a Jewish listener, uh, happy Hanukkah. 
If if you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa to you. If you're a Satanist and you believe in Satan, hail Satan for you. Uh, you uh, hail to the winter equinox uh, where uh, the evil Lord Cromdor comes and visits. Rated PG for pretty good and uh, keywords. Pretty darn good, if you <laughs> yeah, ask can, me. Can you, uh, can you do the keywords in your best Christmas <clears throat> caroling voice? Keywords are <laughs> bikini, Christmas, cat, singing. We were talking about Christmas caroling, speaking of singing, caroling earlier. We need to know who out there actually carols. There's a lot of people that carol. A lot of, how many people actually carol? I would say if you were in a they small... Don't, they don't go door-to-door anymore, though, If you were in a they? community of about 50,000 people, I guarantee you uh, 1,000 throughout that town. How do you, will, how do you get Carol. the carolers away from your door? At least once. It's, tell them it's carol singers. But how do they get the t- carol singers away from the door after they've done a couple songs? You just like, to give you them just, like money or just food throw a couple dollars or hot at chocolate. Them, and, then, and then they get the hint. Or like government keep, cheese. And yeah. they keep going? Yeah, they keep moving. That's like the ultimate uh, 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 homeless con right there. <laughs> yeah. Just go and carol, and then people just give you money to go away. <laughs> Peace <laughs> on earth. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get the cops calling you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> All you need is a fancy top hat. Look, guys, I'm just here, Carolyn. Uh, I'm in the Christmas spirit, and uh, I could use a little, uh, could use a little cardi right People now. People will fall for else. anything if you uh, just throw a top hat on them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a monocle or two. Yeah, you interrupted my singing, Nick. Uh, <laughs> I love that the the first one though is bikini. Bikini and. It is a memorable scene in the movie, which we'll get, which we'll get to. We're sure. gonna try not to be too weird about it. Sure, but. why not? Is it Christmas? Uh, <laughs> cat uh, singing and arrest. <laughs> That's the best keywords here, on IMDb. Here, take the take take your dollar and get away from my door, homeless man. Yeah, yeah, just the greatest uh, keywords we're having for luck this I year. I think it, it it's a Christmas it, miracle. It's it's a good uh, no context. You know those those uh, the no non- context keywords, no context spoilers that people post online, where it's just four pictures of things that would spoil it. Hey, taglines! Uh, their Christmas will turn the town upside down. Sure, yeah, because people are stuck up and really want people to conform to their ways. Yeah, it's my- really an argument against uh, housing authorities. Yep, tag tag your head, Stephen. Uh, sometimes the best Christmas is one planned by others. Yeah, it's always the best Christmas. Yeah, I don't actually, want to plan anything. My favorite thing about Christmas is showing up to other people's parties. Yeah, yeah. I'm a great party guest. I've never been a good party thrower, yeah. as we could tell by my birthday party. Hey! Uh, where I have had numerous, almost almost half a dozen uh, attendees. So, thanks. <laughs> thanks for, Feel thanks bad for, for coming out. My tagline is, they're skipping Christmas. Everyone is fucking pissed. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's a good that's a good red uh red band trailer. Uh. Red, yeah. <laughs> and uh capitalism has met its match. Hey. That's for all the communists out there. Yeah, that's that's how you get that bourgeoisie vote. Yep. Budget 60 million. There's well, I guess with the actors that they got. Yeah, it was the actors that mostly paid for that. Tim uh, Allen budget. mostly probably. It, it was peak Tim Allen. Or it was right near the end of Tim Allen. It was in the right in the right in the sweet spot. It was uh it was pre Santa Claus too, I want to say, uh, but post um, Joe Somebody. Oh, and I I did want to say one thing. I wanted sure, to introduce sure, possibly not? a new segment. I meant yeah, to do this earlier when yeah. we read our blurbs. Go ahead. Uh, I was going through a couple of the IMDb reviews from users, and I found one that uh, that particularly interests me, and it said. Forget the Polar Express. <laughs> Take your kids to see Christmas with the Cranks, the true classic of the holiday season. And then it just goes on to explain the movie, but he uses the words zaniness, rip-roaring, send-up, 
and classic holiday farce. How much did they pay him? Yeah. <laughs> this film has all the laughs of the Santa Claus 2, plus Dan Aykroyd. So, and they gave it 7 out of 10. <laughs> what? Yeah. 7 out of 10? 70%? Like, who did but, this? But, uh, DeSantony? I'm guessing, that's DeSantony. You, I'm guessing that's how you say the name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we were talking about the last great Christmas movie to be released in theaters, and I said Polar Express. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I think Polar Express got released this year. That year, 2004. Yeah, same year. That's why this person is like uh, shilling for Christmas of the Cranks over the Polar Express. You know what? Uh, I'm here to tell you, still never seen the entirety of Polar Express. Well, it's a creepy movie, and I'm kind of sticking by it. I I like the old animated one. The old animated one that they showed you in there. What's the guy, your boy Tom Hanks? Yeah, but he's, he's a weirdo. The whole time, he's a weird conductor. The only other one, Santa Claus. The only other one is from November of this year. It was literally posted three days ago from uh, Chavez Omar. So probably Omar Chavez is my guess. Uh, He said, "When this movie comes on TV, I know Christmas is around the corner. This Ernest Saves Christmas and Jingle All the Way with Arnold always cheer me up. Uh, It's 2019, and I still enjoy this movie every year." Wow, he's uh, two for three. Who would have knew? I just love that those are those are so we're talking about first ten Christmas movies. Those are the first three that he thinks of. I mean, that's an that's incredible, but I don't uh, blame him, especially for Ernest. That's uh, bananas. I don't believe any of this. Uh, budget sixty million. It grossed ninety six million dollars. Yeah, ninety six. Uh, not the best. Not the best return. It's that even includes like you know DVDs. Oh, it does residuals. Yeah, this is the worldwide gross right here. It's bad. Not great. Not great. Not great. That's why it's on Netflix. That's why it was on uh, uh, That's TV, why I got TBS fi- for six years straight. Five, actually, probably made pretty good money now that it's on TBS for five years six straight. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Because it was only Those residuals. You got to love those residuals. Yeah, speaking of trivial, let's get trivial, Nick. My favorite uh, trivia was just, it was more somebody just noticing something, but yeah. it was, uh, there's an ongoing feud between Tim Allen and the neighbor's white Persian cat, Muffles, in this film. Tim Allen also had a run-in with his girlfriend's white Persian cat, Coco. In the earlier 1997 film, Jungle to Jungle, which ah, we're going to do. That's Future Contender. Future Contender uh, on Disney+. Plus. So I cannot wait for Jungle to Jungle because Mimi Siko is my boy. Mimi Siko. The real ones, no. I'm pointing up to the sky. Real ones, no. Pre- bless up. Yep, doing the thing. Doing the thing that he does. Uh, during filming, it was reported that the cast and crew had ingested over 10 pounds of fake snow. Uh, I want to hope. I want to hope that's like fake ice. That I read, it's real I read, ice, you know. <laughs> I read just, that one, and I I was wondering what does it mean by ingested. Uh, they probably just eaten a bunch of a bunch of fake snow. Whatever it is, how do they even take that into account? They're just like, well, we uh, we did all the snow. We had two hundred pounds of it. And we only got one ninety back. So it means everybody else probably ate the rest of it. I'm just gonna take it uh, on face value. I'm gonna say it's Chris Columbus. That's a Chris Columbus line right there. Uh, yeah, because he was so pissed he couldn't direct it. Yeah, because he was like, man, I did Home Alone. How the fuck are they going to leave they me out They kicked me out of Harry Potter, and now I'm going to write this Christmas movie? <laughs> oi! 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 <laughs> Christopher Columbus went from Britain I'm to fu- Australia as soon as he got fired uh, yeah, from like, the Harry Potter crew. Alfonso Caron is making, this, <laughs> making the Harry Potter fuck all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> <Hermione> fucks. <laughs> That's who <laughs> That's why he got fired. Yeah, that's why he got fired. All right, all right. Let's, well, uh, Chris Columbus. Actually, I, I, uh, they still speak about Chris Columbus in glowing terms yeah. on the Harry Potter set, which we'll get into, of yeah, course. Of course. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, the director, though, this uh, this Joe Rothfeller, he's uh, 
he seems like a big, uh, big time Hollywood producer guy, like a uh, co-founder of Morgan Creek Productions. He founded Revolution Studios, which which is the production studio behind Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, multiple time <laughs> studio chair for all these different movie studios. Wow! And directed uh, movies like American Sweethearts. Oh, American Sweethearts with, yeah. J- with J. Love Hewitt. Yeah, no, with uh, Julia Roberts and Catherine Zeta and. Oh, America's Sweethearts, yeah, not America's not, Sweethearts. Not Heartbreakers. Not Heartbreakers. You stupid idiot. <laughs> okay, whatever. He seems like the type of <laughs> seems like the type of studio guy that they're like, we have no director for this movie, we need somebody to do this. And yeah. Chris Columbus won't shut the fuck up about this movie. So. He, Chris Columbus, the British John Hughes, uh, tried, it, tried to do a lot with it, and uh, he just couldn't pull it off. I don't, I don't understand. Yes, but he did write it uh, based off of John Grisham novel, so... Skipping, Skipping Christmas. Christmas, which is why they didn't name it Skipping yeah, Christmas, because trivia. it sounded like Surviving Christmas, which was another release, a uh, holiday release that bombed. The book sounds dumb. I'm going to say the book sounds dumb. This whole premise is dumb Yeah, in I, general. You could probably uh, get the get the satire more out of the book, obviously, since Grisham's, uh, I guess, that good of a writer, but you can't. Tr- it didn't translate well into a movie John at all. Grisham. I'm growing out my mustache, for those of you who care. Which nobody. So cinem- cinematographer, we have. Don. Hold on, hold on a minute. You're you're getting way too far ahead of your ahead of yourself there, of mustache, yourself. mustache mustache Malloy. Mustache Malloy, don't ever fucking call me mustache <laughs> Malloy again, or I will fight you uh, in the parking lot of your favorite CVS store, maybe grocery outlet, bargain market. Don Burgess, uh, cinematographer, uh, one of one of our favorite cinematographers here on the podcast. Is he? Uh, is yeah. he now? D- was a cinematographer for The Muppets. Oh, shit. Your favorite movie, Aquaman. Aquaman. And then my favorite movie, of course, Forrest Gump. I can't believe this we guy did that. No <laughs> yeah, your favorite movie of all time, yeah, Forrest Gump. One of them. Aquaman, uh, your favorite movie to see inebriated. I got to watch that again. Yeah, it's it's. I got to get real drunk it. and I got to watch. That I saw again. it on a tiny movie screen. I gotta I gotta watch it. Again. If you want to come over and get drunk with me and watch Aquaman again, let's do that. He'll live tweet it, and his uh, career will be over. <laughs> yeah. And now do it from the real Rodden account because nobody follows that account anyway. Hooray! Yay! Now it's time for what were you thinking? We're gonna award the weirdest parts of this movie. When you think about the movie as a whole. Not a lot of parts like uh, it kind of stick out as crazy until you rewatch it again. And yeah. then you're like, oh, 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 I don't know where that came from. Or yeah, that, was, or that, or that. Or initial that. watch, you see a blur, and then uh, and then you go back and uh, take a look at some some notes that you jotted down, and you can't believe that these scenes were in the movie. Yes. First off, how are you gonna have creepy Santa uh, <laughs> with no beard, uh, but then wear uh, you know one of one of them one of them ones you tie behind your neck? And then his his sleigh is a VW Beetle. <laughs> yeah. What is going on there? I just didn't understand the whole Marty theme. And and his name's Marty. Nothing close to Santa Claus or, no. or Saint, Saint Nick Martin or... or something. Maybe because of Saint Martin, because they were going to go to the Caribbean or something. I, none of this makes any sense to me. Maybe then, maybe Marty's his alias for a good time. Everybody having Jack Frost at the at the end on top of their roofs. Yeah, and then wait, why why was one Mar- of them came to life? Marty had to like get himself invited and just. He was there to help. Maybe was he there just to hit that burglar in the head when he was escaping? Uh, there, there's just like a whole lot of things about this the Santa character in this movie that it was very J.J. Abramsy. If he was part of this movie, I would understand it more. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of a lot of unanswered questions. But I did like the actor uh, who, yeah, the uh, the 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 guy, the public defender from My Cousin Vinny just rewatched yes. that over the <laughs> yes, still holds up by the way. Um, the main part of this movie that was ridiculous was the treatment of the cranks. Yeah, it was insane. I think that's just like the living under housing. It's unbelievable. Like living under close, tight knit suburb suburban communities and, and it, it haunts it terrifies me. It's like crazy HOA, yeah. It's it might uh, as well be a horror movie. You know? Do you think that 
there this has to this has to exist somewhere. That's so that's the thing that we had the hardest time with it was is this could this be a real thing? No fucking way. I think so. Yeah. I think it still exists. Like especially in affluent communities for sure. Yeah, where people just get shamed for uh not participating for in For not being in part anything. of the group. You're not being part of the group. Why are you not being part of the group? Don't you want to be part of the group? They sent their kids to base they were harassing these these poor people who just wanted a Christmas by themselves for once. Yeah. They all they do is give, give, give. Like the the uh, the guy who sells fucking stationery was hounding. How them. integral are they to the community? I don't. I don't. They must are, be funding. They, they're bankrupt in the community by exactly. skipping Christmas. That's what it is. <laughs> I and think so they're trying to get their nuts. That's exactly what it is. They're squirrels trying to get their nuts. I get it. So that that by far is the craziest part of this movie that didn't make sense, and uh, the fact that they did have to cave at the end, and the neighborhood people acted like. Oh, why should we help them? They've just been dicks this whole time. It's just like you're just getting what you wanted, yeah. and now you're now you're gonna act like you don't want to give it to them. Yeah, yeah, some and, bullshit. But but uh, uh, to to be fair, Tim Allen was a big jerk. In oh this yeah, movie. he he was being a big jerk. He was terrible in this movie. He's such a such a bad dude. Like he he took it so seriously at the beginning, so immediately that's gonna rub rub people the wrong way. Yeah, they're like, "Can you do the Santa Claus?" But just the first ten minutes, over and over and over yeah. for the whole movie. There's no redeeming quality to you. You have to find it yourself. Yeah, Good luck. And they acted like his job was gonna be a plot point, but then it just disappeared. I don't even know what he did. Yeah, <laughs> anybody know what he did in He's this like movie? An accountant, maybe. Uh, yeah, but for he, the government, uh, yeah, he works for a man. That's he, what he says. He works for the man. <laughs> I don't know, E. Emma Walsh, M. Emmett Walsh. I think he, this, uh, here's an example of what he does at work. I say my kettle for a dickle. Probably something like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, where do people get off? <laughs> where do people get them off? <laughs> we try to have people to throw a party for them. Like Felicity Huffman's in this movie for maybe two minutes, and her yeah. only job is to hound Jamie Lee Curtis for not throwing a party She's on Christmas. She's pre-Angela. Eve. She's pre-office Angela. How come? Party planning committee shout out. Yes. How come they're in charge of everything? And why do all these people come for Christmas? I thought Christmas Eve was like a, a, fam- a homemaker move. I thought it was like a family thing, though. I didn't think that was like, it's not like a, you go to other people's house for a party unless thing it's, on Christmas unless Eve. Unless they're tight-knit community and they have to have all these different the things going on. The whole neighborhood comes over. The whole for, neighborhood. That's a real fucking thing. But then all these neighborhoods have families. Shouldn't they be at their family's house? I, the I, families I, are with them. I do think it's the, the, cat, the treatment of the cats in this movie was not great. Yeah, that needs Tim to be, Allen. Uh, that should have been called out like when the first credits roll. It's, yeah. pe- it's like a pita board right yeah. there. He froze a cat, should have been to death. How yeah. that cat survived being How's frozen? How's that on animal death? cruelty? Yes, 100%. Uh, you saw the cat moving its eyes around even. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, a, he was alive, but <laughs> he wasn't going to be alive for long. Extremely CG'd. Extremely CG'd and or uh, puppeteered. Dan Aykroyd was a harasser and uh, sent multiple children to the house to chant free Frosty outside of the house. So would you rather Dan Aykroyd be a. Uh, a a major Christmas advocate or a major conspiracy theorist like he is now? Conspiracy theorist, Dan. Ah, oh, wait, no, but he plays the accordion as a Christmas guy. Yeah. Which yeah, he turns factor. out he can't play in real life. I, I don't believe that. I think he... I, I th- feel like he can play he a little He can play bit in a harmonica, accordion. that's for sure. Yeah, he can play a mean harmonica, which is a, a step away from the accordion. Which is which is surprising that they didn't include that in the movie, because he knows how to play that, so that yeah, would have been a would, lot better, because well, he knows the movements and gestures better. But then they who wasn't able to smoke his, his corncob pipe. That seemed like he had, <laughs> you know, you just you just aside aside leaving the village people aside. I would say the uh, the antics of getting ready for the cruise were yeah. not good. 
Uh, Tim Allen getting Botox and tanned. Getting tanned up. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis will, looking fine say, in front of a priest. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I saw this movie in theaters. Something says it to me because I vividly remember the Botox scene uh-huh. and how he has to like chew the. And I thought that was funny back back when it happened. So yeah, not a Tim Allen podcast. I think we're gonna say that we're not a Tim Allen podcast. I want to be, you know, I I, I want to be, but um, I feel like he just rubs people. I mean, the wrong we can't we can be because he has so many bad movies. Uh, so we'll keep testing out the waters with Tim. He's lukewarm in our book. The other problem, thing I have a problem with is the whole cruise and why it had to be such a big secret. Why yeah. it had to be such a big deal? Like, yeah. couldn't they have just celebrated a little bit of Christmas? Like, yeah, you know, just lead up, lead up. Yeah. Like, I know it's going to cost you money, but just we say, know that it ruins the plot of the movie. All you got to okay, say we, to the community we, is, "Hey, we're going to scale back Christmas this year." Yeah, just be like, uh, be cool with it. Just, just be part of the celebration. We're not putting Frosty on the roof. We're gonna put Frosty maybe in the front yard. Because and, here, uh, here we'll spoiler be- alert: the community helps him at the end and throwing a party. And so they would have helped him throughout all of Christmas. All he yeah, had to we'll do was buy, ask. we'll buy a tree. We'll, uh, we won't decorate it really, but uh, we won't buy any of your ham or your fucking invitations for your goddamn parties. We're not gonna throw you a party. Look. We're, we're not saying we're a housing authority podcast. We are an anti-housing authority We are anti-housing. Podcast. We are uh, part of the, the homeless carolers community. <laughs> if you're going to opt in, if you're going to opt into this lifestyle, you better be prepared to, to be part of the community. All right? That's just how it be. If you don't want to be part of the community, don't be part of a housing authority. Would you rather live in a community where they make you celebrate Christmas or where you um, aren't allowed to celebrate Christmas? Neither. I mean, if given the given gun to my head, I'd be forced to celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I guess I you mean, die. Yeah, like no Christmas. That's like worse. <laughs> Year without a Santa Claus. That's the most oh, horrific man. movie of post apocalyptic post apocalyptic movie of all time. You never think that clay people could be so sad. <sighs> they were just so sad. Those little man. clay, those little clay masers. And Blair. We we need to talk about Blair. Where does she get off? Just calling her family fucking a day and a half before. Maybe she was. Maybe she was. She quit the. She quit the Peace Corps. Obviously, quit, did she quit the Peace Had Corps? Had to be. No way. The Peace Corps lets people go home. for They Christmas. don't let you go home for Christmas. There, no. There's too much shit going on. She was. She took a doctor with her. She took one of the Peace she Corps. She banged doctors. a dude from Doctors Without Borders. Yeah. They both got excommunicated from their nonprofit <laughs> organizations, and they're like, "Well, I guess we'll back go back home to Chicago." For I Christmas. think that's exactly what happened. And then Marty came in and spoke Spanish and uh, made. And made Enrique feel more at home. Oh, Do you well. have any other uh, issues issues with this movie? Uh, I think we covered them all. Uh, I think so too. I'm over it. I'm over this movie. I'm oh my! My I'm last, my very last Christmas. issue is a nitpick, and it might actually be my least favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. He bought a Christmas tree. Yeah. Put it on his roof. Yeah. Got home. Not a single single thing was strapping it to the roof. Didn't tie it down to it at didn't, all. Didn't tie it down at all. How how on earth do you drive all the way home from a Christmas tree farm? And have that not fall off. I think that's a one take, Charlie. I think that's. I think they just put it in, and they're like, "Oh, looks good to me." We didn't need a. (laughs) Tim Tim Allen was like, "Trust me, I've driven home with with a with a uh, tree uh, not strapped to my roof." Hey, uh, shouldn't we buckle this down here with a tie down? (laughs) But that I'm going to say that is the most ridiculous part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it's physically dangerous to other drivers on the road. Uh, yeah. Aren't you always scared of that when you drive behind? It's like the logs in uh, Final like Destination. In Final Destination. Another, we're bringing it back. Uh, another another conversation about Final Destination. <laughs> Every time there's logs, I think of Final Destination. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's why you don't see me in the Pacific Northwest. I ain't trying to get uh, <laughs> yeah. smushed by logs. I ain't going to be part of no lumberjacking firm with no serial killers that finally quit their show after 10 years and leave you hanging and just let them go be a lumberjack somewhere. That ain't going to happen to me. You won't get to see me do that. That's for sure. 
All right, so uh, who was in this movie? <laughs> yeah, speaking of all these actors that were that were taking dumps on, uh, uh, Tim Allen, of course, Jamie, Tim Allen, yeah, J- Jamie Lee Curtis, our Jamie guy, Lee, yep. our guy Dan Aykroyd, yep, uh, M. Emmett Walsh, M. Emmett Walsh. I love that he's M. Emmett Walsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great name, great name. There must have been a, a an, another Meriwether Walsh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that's his first name. My apologies, Mr. Uh, Walsh. I think it's actually Emmett, but it just starts with M, so it's M and Emmett. And he was just like, "This is just confusing, Mom." <laughs> like, M and Emmett. I'm just gonna go by M. Yeah. He was originally going to be called Eminem Walsh. Uh, didn't work out. Yep. Uh, Cheech Marin. Cheech. Uh, as one of the police officers. Jake Busey as his partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Per Sullivan, who's Dewey from uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Dewey. Uh, poor, what? Uh, we don't need to talk about what happened to him, but what happened to him? <laughs> uh, search I, me. I really hope he's okay. That's uh, really all I, I got to say. I think he's great on... Uh, tell not, you who's not, not okay. Felicity Huffman. Felicity uh, Huffman. One of her first roles. And then, uh, you know, she decided... Alongside to, Caroline Ray. She, yeah, Caroline, Caroline Ray's actually doing pretty good. She has a show. Yeah. She, yeah, she's, she's doing she's something, doing, right? She's doing all right. I feel like she's doing something. Yeah, she's doing something, I think, on basic cable or something. Well, like Felicity's that. doing something, and, and that's something is time it's uh yeah she's yeah. doing time making license plates uh for the state of california and, T- and then our guy tom poston a uh, famous uh comedic uh character actor. was he the uh the the, the priest. priest yeah he's cool. a priest uh it's our favorite it was game literally game. his job to look at uh, jamie lee curtis's boobs yeah that's pretty uh pretty awkward good job to him as a good uh <laughs> good last just surprising role. yeah being weird. a weird priest at a mall just staring at staring at jamie lee curtis in a very movie. awkward uh, Nick, it's your favorite game. Replace an animal with an actor. Yeah. I'm choosing Ned, uh, who nobody really knows who Ned is. The neighbor but Ned. I just know he's neighbor Ned, and he was stuck on the roof at the end of the movie. I think he should be a bird. He had a slight Flanders uh, look to him. Yeah, he did. He really he had a Flanders vibe to him, too, with uh, with his binoculars. Binoculars. Uh, he was just helping sit- out he, on the roof. He was literally just sitting at a window uh, looking out binoculars when he happened to spy Frank. Uh, Luther. Luther. Yeah. Luther, Tim Allen. Luther Crank. That's what I was saying. Luther Crank. Stealing another man's tree with consent. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still, what the fuck? Yeah. What a what a nosy neighbor. Yeah. No, nosy so, neighbor Ned. So I'm saying he should be a bird with big old eyes. Ooh. Ooh. That's pretty Ooh, good. What type of bird? Ooh, Maybe. Take a look at your picture. I think I'm going to make him a raptor because a raptor is part of the bird family. Am I right? Yeah. So he's going to be a hawk or something like that? No, like a raptor. Like, like a, a peregrine falcon? That is just... Suggestion. Really? Well, what would you, really what, what would you do then? What would you do? Uh, my gay Dan Aykroyd, uh, I'd replace him with an albino orangutan because he reminds <laughs> me of King Louis in this movie. Yeah. Because he is we very authoritative. Orang- we say orangutan like every other movie, though. <laughs> I'm, I mean, especially But this me. is an albino one. We are a Dunstan Checkson's podcast. It's future we, we will do it. We will do it. It's probably the only reason we're not going to do it is because then we then it's over. It's over. And we never want it to end. Yeah. Yeah. Dunstan Checkson is going to happen. Yeah, maybe every which way but loose. Uh, Just like we were thinking about doing Freebirds. We were thinking about doing Freebirds again. Yeah, we, like, should yeah, do, yeah. we should do it. It's we a should perpetual still Thanksgiving do, We podcast. should still just do Freebirds anyway. Who works for you, Nick, in this movie? Who doesn't? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, as a mom, like a very overwhelming yeah. mom, yeah. she was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think she nailed She rivals Julie Haggerty. Yeah, every part of just being movie. like kind of overbearing, like... Just magical frosty. Just the type of mother... Out. That uh, you uh, you you hate to see sometimes, but uh, she's very excited. She means well. Yeah, she did. She, she did really well. good in that role. Yeah. Uh, who didn't work for me? Bev, the lady with cancer. Why? <laughs> I just wasn't convinced. Not uh, a good actress. Okay. 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 <laughs> that's uh, that's disturbing. <laughs> Um, okay, wait. Well, I just want to tell you that was your last role. <laughs> she actually did have cancer. Oh shit! No, I'm just kidding. I um, feel extremely just bad kidding. about that. 
who worked for me? Jamie. Uh, who worked for me was not Jamie Lee Curtis, but I agree that was my that was my number two. My number one, Dan Aykroyd, my my guy. Dan, Dan is he's, a nosy, na- he's nosy a good weird author, neighbor. Authoritative yeah. uh, HOA leader slash uh, slash guy because I could feel like he would get really involved in Christmas if if that was his thing. But his thing is aliens and ghosts. <laughs> yeah, so, there's that. Aliens and ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. He's a big fan. Big fan of it. Big fan of ghosts. Who didn't work for you? Uh, Tim Allen. Uh, this, this, <laughs> you don't like this comedy? This is no, th- no. Uh, this wasn't his normal type of comedy. I feel like this. I feel like was a turning point in his career where he got out of tune with being like the you know the 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 jovial family friendly comedic guy and just was That's just a was jerk the was, entire time. Up, uh, <clears throat> his timeline. His timeline. I think it was something like that. Like uh, it was. It was pre. Let me see here. It was pre. Uh, uh, Austin Pendleton too. was the uh, Santa Marty. Oh, name? our guy Austin Pendleton. Oh yeah, this is leading right into. Oh, this is post uh, Santa Claus two. Yeah, post Santa Claus two. Right when he's Pretty really dog. really falling off. Yeah, he, he does wild uh, he hogs. Does... <laughs> Zoom. Uh, 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 Santa, Santa Claus three. Future contender. contender. Red Belt wow, was good. That. Look at that. We are finally driving. We're in sync. We're in sync. <laughs> Thank God Kyle's not here. Red Belt, which which hey which was a you know indie film. It was good, but that's a, Red Belt was a good movie. But was he important in that movie? Yeah, he's part of it. Well, I think the just the Shaggy Dog Zoom Santa Claus Three Wild Hogs is all time like bad four movies in a row. Yeah. So bad that he only did Buzz Lightyear voices basically for the next five or six years. Yeah, 10, 15 years until he started doing uh, Last Man Standing. Yeah. El Camino Christmas was good. I remember that. I didn't watch that. That was like a, That's one a of Netflix first, movie. Yeah, right? It was one of the first Netflix uh, little things. Speaking of Netflix movie, we watched Noel. That movie is real bad. We might deserve its own podcast. It we're, might we're be st- a Hall of Famer next we're Christmas. St- we're still debating. Yeah, it, it it might be a Hall of Famer next for uh, next uh, Christmas. Uh, my real who di- who didn't work in the movie because I I can't call out a fake cancer lady. Actually, even yeah, though you can, it kind of feels like who you cares. Can. Yeah, Bev, I'm calling you out, Bev. Be a better cancer actor. Hopefully, if you do have cancer, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Ranking of the stars. Uh, uh, shout out to a couple of the cameos. Matt Walsh and uh, Andy Daly. Hey. Both of, this movie. Both of whom Matt Walsh ha- probably has like a top three career now out of all the people that were in this movie. Definitely. He gets consistent work. Andy Daly gets consistent work uh, across the comedy spectrum. They both work more than Tim Allen. Most definitely, but Tim Allen doesn't need to work that much at the yeah. same time. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is is her star is brighter than ever. Yes, uh, just came out with Knives Out, and she's back in. She's back in. She uh, she did her Halloween she, last and year, and then we we watched James Corden. Uh, I guess we'll shout out James Corden because sure, he uh, Future Cats uh, movie. Yeah, and she uh, she recognized uh, her old co star from this movie, the lady who knocked her over with the ham. Yeah, like it, like it. So that's why she's our girl. Yeah, forever. Did you get any quotes uh, for this movie, by the way? Any yeah, the part where he was like, it's Christmas with the cranks. Crank me up. <laughs> no, no. You know what I like, though, was the the running joke of, uh, oh, it's not Saturday night. So uh, so when Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis thinks she's about to get some in a PG movie, uh, but he brings out cruise plans. She goes, oh, you're getting so frisky. It's it's not Saturday night. And then later that night, while they're laying in bed reading Red Book or whatever, they're, uh, <laughs> she jumps him and he goes, oh, this is a Saturday night. I did like uh, how much she knitted and how much he stepped on the cat. Yeah. And then he would always just go, ah, is, yeah. is that thing whenever you like, 
whenever you startle an animal and then you get very startled, but you, you like to, feel yeah. super, you feel kind of bad about it because you startled the animal. It was like that over and over. Even though he felt no remorse for that, he cat. didn't really feel. Any he remorse. actually wanted to kill it. He obviously. actually, yeah, he actually did try. He actively tried to murder that cat, yeah. and he he should have died when he fell off the roof trying to put Frosty up there. For sure. First of all, why do you have to put Frosty on the roof? Who does that? He was told. He was told. Remember? Yeah. He was but getting, uh, there's no way that 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 thing was going to go on the roof. It 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 was a flat bottom on a. It feels like. Everything was wrong about them trying to put that on the roof. It was really just a murder attempt. Speaking of murder attempt, let's talk about our favorite Christmas traditions in today's top five. Top five. Okay, what are your favorite traditions besides mistletoe five times? Am I right? Hey, mistletoe on my pants. You know, no particular order. Yeah, I mean, no particular order. We're gonna do. This is personal, right? It's it this because Christmas traditions. Are personal. It's not because yeah. the the more you share it with everybody, the less it, it's uh, really a tradition. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's always nice to look at and always nice to review Christmas tree decorations. Uh, yes, because those have those have aged throughout the years, and you get to see what you, how much of a shitty artist you were at four years old, and <laughs> how much of a oh, shitty yeah, artist you still are the at ornaments, sixteen. The ornaments yeah. that you made is like a, a first to fifth grader, yeah. and each one is just like really shittily. The drawn. paper ornaments are just falling apart <laughs> yeah, and degrading. Shittily drawn Santa, massive rate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to do, uh, Christmas tree decorations, uh, sweaters, uh, cookies, uh, Christmas, uh, and Christmas Eve dinner. The good old, the good old thing of gift giving. Okay. Being, being kind to your fellow man. Well, I'm going to rank mine. I got number one, Christmas Eve dinner. Number wow. Two, number two, uh, my family, we write, uh, our year end summaries on a tablecloth. Wow. And then we, and we read one from one of the previous years. So speaking of like looking back on your past self, we have like 2011 Nick, who's like, "What the <laughs> like dope ass Christmas this year, y'all?" It's what you remember 2010. Yeah, 2010. I want to eat his children. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll, uh, number three, I'm gonna go caroling. Haven't done it yet. Probably won't. Ever. No, uh, I'm gonna go Santa hat. I there love wearing. I love wearing a Santa hat. There you go. I can wear a Santa hat to work and feel okay. Really? I've done it. I felt weird. I did feel weird about it the first time I did it. Second time I did it, I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm going. You're gonna for this. stand there <laughs> and tell me that. Uh... Number four, number four, Christmas cutting of the tree. Uh, the family goes out. We cut the tree down. When's the last time you did that? Let's be honest here. Last year. Okay, good for you. We do it every single year. Oh, good. This is the first year that my mom's uh, refusing. So shout out to mom. Hey, screw uh, the she Christmas did, tradition. Yeah, she doesn't want just one child with her this year because uh, apparently it's depressing when I'm the only kid around. So that's cool. Everybody loves that. Uh, m- number five Christmas tradition, which you will back me up on, is Luda Christmas. Yeah, that's uh, a great one. That's yes. a great tradition. Christmas uh, karaoke. Christmas karaoke. Nothing is like a great. good Christmas karaoke, which involves some of the some of the best uh, Christmas traditions. You got your mistletoe. You got your sweaters. You got your uh, egg, uh, uh, potentially got your drunk eggnog. Oh yeah, eggnog. I only recently got into eggnog, so uh, it's becoming a tradition Ho- as homemade. the years goes by. Yeah. Homemade eggnog is good. Not the, not the stuff from the store. We all know uh, what happened last year Yeah, uh, with store-bought eggnog. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, KJX. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was KJX. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was so gross. Drank two full pints of eggnog, my guy. What a troop. What a trooper. <laughs> and then acted like we owed him something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wanted like an In-N-Out burger. If you can't something. tell, KJX is here. Uh, say hi, say hi, K Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you got me. That's time for our only game. Give me that sequel. Give me that sequel. Are we gonna do holiday sequel to this movie? Yeah, so it has to be a different. It has holiday. to be a holiday movie. So, so it's like blank with the cranks. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. I can go if if you need me to. 
I think I, I think I got one. New Year's Eve with the crank. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a, it's more of a spiritual sequel than anything. It's actually a real sequel to the movie Crank with Jason Statham Shows as up. Tim Allen. No. Yeah, he's taking over the Tim Rall- Allen role. Oh, my God. And they're merging franchises. <laughs> they're merging Christmas with the Cranks franchise and the Crank franchise to create New Year's Eve with the Crank. And uh, so he's the leader. It's All the rest of the characters are the same. Dan Aykroyd's back. Uh, our girl Jamie Lee's back. Jamie Lee is married to Jason Statham. What? Yes. <laughs> and uh, they refuse to go to the New Year's party or something. And then Dan Aykroyd <laughs> injects Jason Statham with some sort of uh, hyperadrenaline Sweet fluid or uh, puts a bomb in him. That will go off at midnight unless he uh, throws the perfect New Year's bash <laughs> with his family. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that went through many, uh, many, uh, many turns. Yeah, so uh, it's 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 a spiritual, but also very recent sequel. Right. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to get rid of Tim Allen? I think that Jason Statham <clears throat> is a natural replacement for Tim. Sure, why not? You know, he's you know twenty years younger. It's no big deal. Yeah, put some fire into that uh, relationship. Jamie Lee wouldn't look forward to just Saturdays. She would want all the days. Oh, you know she would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know he would too, and she yeah, and she would still, and she's still good looking, so it, it would work out. Uh, Stephen, what's your sequel to Christmas with the Cranks? <clears throat> While he's looking it up, I will uh, say my top five favorite cranks. Crank number one, Shaft. Uh, oh, yeah. cr- crank number two, uh, the first crank with Jason Statham. Uh, crank number three, I'm gonna go Jamie Lee Curtis crank, then Blair crank. What are <laughs> I'm ready I'm ranking the cranks. Oh, you're ranking the cranks. Top crank, five cranks. Crank rankers. And then uh, crank yankers is number <laughs> is number five. <laughs> That's uh, what I was gonna do. I was gonna do a crank yankers uh, spin off too. God damn it. Christmas with the crank so yankers. It's Jason Statham puppet version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christmas with the crank yankers. Dwight I can't wait to see the Dwight Oakham puppet version. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh so this is gonna take a little bit uh a little bit further into the future. Okay. Um, okay. It's during the it's it's gonna be during the uh the US semi quintessence. Centennial, and uh, which is which is the 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 two hundred fiftieth anniversary of two hundred fiftieth anniversary of America. Yeah, what America's, year is that? Uh, uh, twenty twenty six. Oh, we're we're coming right up. We're on coming it. pretty close to it. Seven years out. Um, anyways, um, <clears throat> we have the cranks. Uh, obviously Blair's a little bit older. Uh, 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 Mar- Mar- Nora. She is. What's she her name? is. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. She's twenty nine. Uh, Nora? Well, no, no, no. no if, this, if we're, if we're going like from 40. 2004, yeah. This is like we're Nora, Nora, grandkid. The grandkids yeah. around, and they're the okay, yeah, they're yeah. the ha- ha- active individual. Okay, they're the they're the ones with the Peruvian okay, doctor cool. husband. You have Jamie Lee Curtis. Tim Allen has uh, unfortunately passed away. Oh, His what a role. bummer! Luther Crank has passed. <laughs> Did he away. fall off a roof? Because that'd be great. But he's been remarried. She has remarried, and uh, what better person to remarry than uh, than uh, than uh, Jason Statham? <laughs> <laughs> Then uh, Ben Affleck from Surviving Christmas. Oh. Know, uh, <laughs> no, it's um, you know, we'll just throw somebody in there. Throw somebody in there. Ned, uh, Ned remarries Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, we'll make that work. No, uh, uh, Tom Hanks. Just bring in Tom. Sure, Tom Hanks and uh, and Jamie Lee. Well, it has to be an unlikable character. Oh, unlikable guy. I'm gonna say it's gonna be uh, uh um, oh, no. James Woods. <laughs> no, what's his name? Uh, uh, the the Terminator from Terminator Two. Oh, uh, Robert Patrick. Robert, yeah, Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick is going to be Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, new husband. Oh, uh, yeah, very cold. A little, little bit of a stickler, and so they decide to throw a uh, July 4th celebration. Um, or uh, 
because they were trying to redeem themselves from the Christmas of, of, of yonder. And Robert Patrick <laughs> ain't point, taking no uh, crap from Tim Allen's shitty decision. Yeah, that point 22 years ago. <laughs> yeah, so they decided to revive, revitalize the community and bring them out because the community has not been uh, that connected to the neighborhood anymore. There are There is a small sect that tries to interact. I think that's good uh, comment commentary on like nowadays society but here's the twist the the neighborhood community has still never forgot that christmas and they're trying to give him the ultimate snub and so instead of uh, independence with the cranks it's independence from the cranks <laughs> it's the ultimate stay away party uh during the who's leading it? Dan Aykroyd's leading it and dan Aykroyd's leading that uh that protest against the fourth of july party cut it print it we like it yeah and then uh how does it, how does it end? The community falls apart, and uh, <laughs> the cranks move away. Oh, that's really what happens. <laughs> so we we let Robert Patrick just take over a sweet Jamie Lee. It's Curtis's the life. reverse satire of what happened during Christmas <laughs> of the Cranks. Okay, it's yeah, like they're right. not appealing to them at all, and they're they they realize their mistakes. We're not a community. We're we're all individuals, and this is an individualistic society. You're not wrong. Hey, uh, free free market. Time to ask a question that we always ask: uh, Is this movie better than The Big Green? Uh, after rewatching The Big Green, the, uh, the about uh, a week and a half ago, you did? I, yeah, I did. It was without a, me. It was a double feature on uh, HBO the other the Fuck. other night with uh, with the one and only Mighty Ducks one. Oh shit! Yeah, both movies are done. Uh, not, be- not better than The Big Green. <laughs> it's not better than The Big Green uh, yeah, by by a far margin. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to say so. Even though it's uh, uh, the lack of Gutenberg excites me. Yes, uh, this movie I, I re-rated it at ninety nine percent certified fresh. You're really, really uh, to person. trick people into watching it, which it, it goes. A l- I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> I mean, this movie wasn't five percent worth. I don't think it was five percent. Uh, but it's definitely under twenty five percent worth. Yeah, I'd give it uh, fourteen. Oh yeah, one point below mine. Yeah, way yep. to undercut me. I appreciate you. Undercut you just in case uh, you go over. Great, uh, Nick. What's your blurb? Uh, crank up this holiday classic and play it on repeat all winter long. Like he's just trying to dupe you, folks. Don't believe his lies. He's oh, like no, Teddy no, no. This is Memento. what I'm saying. This is true. This is true. Uh, I don't believe it because my blurb, this Christmas, stay away from the crank. Without question. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Without question. Yeah. The, my other option was uh, uh, my other holiday would have been like Flag Day with the crank. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> it's just Blair getting hooked on crank. <laughs> and then... <laughs> It basically turns into traffic. Yeah. Like, it's some version of, like... <laughs> oh, God. That's <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you have one uh, interstitial uh, clip with the president. <laughs> mom, I want to vape. Mom, I want to vape. Uh, which I shouted to my mom. Shout who, to mom. Uh, didn't let me vape the whole time. And it's Christmas season, so thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to give our real recommendations. But first, if you have a... Sp- specific Christmas movie that you're into. We already did Jingle All the Way, so stop fucking asking about it. Yeah, just re- re-listen to the episode. Re-listen if you think episode, we need to add more, please of, let us know. Yeah, one of our better episodes, I would say. We I might, so. Might do Jingle All the Way, too. Might just re-release. Uh, we, we, we got some options. We got Nutcracker 3D. Nutcracker 3D. Yep. The Untold Story. I think The Untold Journey, something like that. Yep. Gonna, it's definitely coming. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas. We got uh, we got deck the halls. We got surviving, <laughs> literally surviving yeah. Christmas. Lots of bad Christmas movies. Christmas Noel. If, if you really want to hop on the Noel bandwagon, put early, that in the Hall of Fame. We're kind of open for that. Uh, but we're we're here for all of your Christmas needs for the next three weeks. We're gonna try to crank out uh, Christmas with the crank out. <laughs> we're gonna try to do a bunch of them uh, in the next uh, couple weeks. So uh, we don't have to do any until New Year's, New Year's Eve. 
That's what's up. Which will happen this year. This will happen. Uh, we've said it the last two years. New Year's Eve is happening. New Year's Eve is well, happening. Well, we did Mother's Day, so we should we, should we pace it out? It's a very long process, but speaking of those, Love Actually is now back on demand. Great. Another <laughs> so, terrible movie. So you can watch that, uh, feel good, slash bad about yourself, because the women characters don't get the right uh, treatment in that movie, I guess you could say. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, I got one. I uh, just recently watched it, and it's going to be out of theaters before you know it. Dr. Sleep, uh, Mike Flanagan's uh, sequel to The Shining. I uh, thought it was fantastic. Mike Flanagan knows how to make a horror movie without being all jump scary. What? Uh, so it wasn't that scary? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, there's hardly any jump scares in it. It's not a jump scare type movie. It's like Is a, that true? It's a very dreadful type movie, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you just... Cost- you, saw, you see a lot of horrific stuff in it. Yeah, so it's fucked up, but... It's not like The Shining where there's people popping out at you. Okay. Obviously, you got to redo the, redo your Shining recap, and then uh, I recommend. Is Hill it House. Very, is it pretty related? Yeah, I mean, he read uh, he reshoots some scenes in The Shining uh, because he uses uh, characters of, of modern day instead of like you know CGI characters, which okay. is which is fine. Yeah, uh, but it's 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 clearly like different. Uh, Scatman Carruthers is a lot in it, but it's not Scatman Carruthers. Scatman. Uh, Dick Dick Halloran. Yeah. Scatman Carruthers. What's up, Doc? Who got fucked up in The Shining? Yeah. It's really uh, my recommendation is, I saw Honey Boy. Yeah, how was Honey Boy? Honey Boy was good. Okay. Uh, it was borderline like enjoyable in mm. a good way. Mm. Uh, it was good to hear or kind of see Shia's like uh, vision of his childhood and fucking him, the kid Noah Jupe. Yeah, I don't know how to say his last name. I'm sure. assuming it's Jupe. And uh, Lucas all all kind of killed it. FK Twigs is in it too. So, uh, FK Twigs, wow. So uh, I would I would go check it out if if it's playing an indie theater near you. You know, support some indie arts. Uh, looking forward to catching. It's finally movie season. I went and saw The Irishman as well, and oh, it's now yeah, streaming yeah. on Netflix. I yeah. would recommend that movie as well. Great, great. Uh, Which one I do right now? Took took mine. <laughs> took mine away. Uh, waves. Waves. Uh, I Still jo- haven't seen it yet. If I haven't mentioned Jojo Rabbit on the podcast, go see Jojo Rabbit. I think you did, but okay, it's okay. Cool. Just, I'm just trying to double check on my To boxes. this day! And as we always say, keep it real. Oh, yeah. Keep it. Uh, <laughs> stay stay rotten. Keep it. Stay rotten, Morty. Keep it real. Keep it rotten, Morty. Uh, yeah. That's uh, keep it rotten. Yeah, do that. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Uh, tune in to our next Christmas episode. Yeah. Crank out. Crank it. Crank out. Let's crank. Crank, crank, crank. Crank your booty. Oh. Some things are right, some things are right, and we like our tomatoes are rotten. You can't hear, but you can't even know. Here comes the